Christmas, Christmas, Merry, Merry. Merry, Merry. Merry. <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? Good. Yeah? Yeah, we had a nice Christmas. Yeah, we did. It's the end of a very long day. This isn't really a Christmas episode per se. It's technically Christmas, but this is not even going to go online until the week after New Year's, I think. And then, even at that point, nobody's going to be listening to it, apparently, except for my mother and father. So we have to wait. <laughs> hi, <laughs> to, guys. Uh, hi. <laughs> wait, who, by the way, haven't spoken to each other in probably over a decade. <laughs> but they're the only two people that actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> my parents don't listen to podcasts. So. <laughs> they probably just don't know how. <laughs> Well, at least my dad does. I don't know if my mom does. I don't know if my mom knows what a podcast is. Maybe she doesn't know. See, I would think that your dad would be more the type to understand how to download a, a song from the iTunes store. No. My dad's real tech-like. You know, it's funny because my mom works on computers all day. Yeah. I feel like my dad's more tech-savvy, though. <laughs> like, he well, sets up sport, like speakers and stuff. My mom, like, I just... Um... I don't think either of my parents do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do exactly what they're doing. (laughs) They're doing good for doing nothing. (laughs) Not that either of them have never had a job, but I just don't think either of them are working at the moment, which is in, they, they live in, my mother and stepdad live in Nebraska. My biological dad now lives in Nebraska too. Is all of your family in Nebraska, now that I think about it? Yeah, probably now. Um, Both of your sisters are still in Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom is this stay-at-home wife and mother. Yeah. Mother to my little brother, who's like 15 or 16. And my dad, I think, it receives disability insurance. But I don't know what his, what his disability is. It seems like every like whenever I've met a, someone's dad who has disability insurance, they like blew out their back or something. Uh, <laughs> I kid. Yeah, I don't know. I know that my best friend's dad receives like disability, and he walks and stuff. Fine. Well, what does he have disability for? I don't know. Being old. <laughs> No, no. That's called being retired. (laughs) (laughs) He's not, he's definitely not retired. So what are you saying? Are you like uh, making a broad generalization about people on disability that it's often not warranted? No, maybe it is warranted. I'm just saying that like. You're saying about my daddy. You just said that like people like, you're like, well, they blew out their back or something. You know, I'm just saying that like not necessarily all people on disability are like not like walking and stuff. I'm opening a Christmas present from you to me. And the name of the Christmas present is Stone Coffee Milk Stout. (gasps) Delicious. (laughs) I'm a lover of stout beer. And this smells so good. 
Smell? Let me smell. Mmm. That does smell really good. It smells rich. You should talk about the picture on the front, though. The This is a picture of me <laughs> <laughs> drinking said beer. The amount of wine that we've been drinking has been a third of a bottle. And you've been... And we've been sharing it. Well, yeah, and you've been drinking what I haven't been. Yeah. <laughs> you just... Yes. Because nobody cares if I drink. Yeah. Unless they're like, he's drinking every day, he's not supporting his family. But right. <laughs> I, no, nobody's going to care if I drink on this podcast. People probably wouldn't care if I drink every... Well, I don't know. If you drink every day. I guess day. it depends who. I guess people... I honestly... Not many people, I think, feel exactly the same about alcohol like you would with pot or something where you're just like, I'm for it. I'm against it, you know? Yeah. There's always nuance for anybody who's a real critical thinker, but I'm just saying. There's people that are like, oh, I'll have a drink uh, on a special occasion type people. Or there's people that are like, I'll have a drink on the weekend. Or there's people that are like, I'll have a drink every day. (laughs) Right. Or well, how they feel about is okay in society as well, though. Not that that should be anybody's business, but I'm just saying, you know, you think about it a lot when you put yourself out there in a way that you hope to be honest and raw about it, but also in a way that requires some sort of, some level of a filter. Um, But we could probably, I mean, what we're doing now, some people would think that this is us being bad parents. Yeah, no, sharing, that's true. Sharing a beer at all. Sharing a beer. Because that's what we were originally talking about. Yeah. Um, well, some people could think that we're bad parents for doing anything. Some people could judge us for <laughs> anything that we do, I mean. So it's best to just not think about it. Don't worry about it. And if it's... <laughs> we should record a... Um, in the same way we did room noise at the beginning, yeah, we should record a, th- a segment of each of us going, uh, I don't know about all that, but anyway. And so <laughs> every time that we that doesn't make sense when there's a topic break, we'll just put that in. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But anyway. Yes. <laughs> I think we have both of them now. Okay, great. <laughs> Well, there's no uh, label on this. There's no like ingredients. Yeah, there's no like ingredient label on this. Is that isn't that weird? Or is that on like all beers? Here's what a beer label has to have legally: brand name, and it can't be misleading. This says you can't call Budweiser Happy Fun Juice, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> Size of the container, uh, type of beverage. Is it beer? Is it wine? Is it cider? Etc. The name and address of the brewer. Alcohol content. This is optional unless it's required by state law or prohibited by it. Wow. Interesting. Mr. Governor, I swear there's a cover-up. Every single corner, there's a liquor store. The fuck is up? That's Jay-Z. Wow. I just said it flawlessly the first time, didn't mm. I? Mm-hmm. Alcohol terms. Low alcohol or reduced alcohol can be used only if the beer is 2.5% alcohol or less. Non-alcoholic applies to 0.5% or less, while alcohol-free has to be 0, zero. Hmm. Additives. That's weird that non-alcoholic and alcohol-free are different. Yeah. A little shady. Yeah. Additives. So that's good. There's, if there's 
no additives in this. And beyond that, they don't have to disclose any of the maltose used in making milk stout, which is what we were just talking about. Hmm. Maltose. The sugars used in carbonation or anything else. But there are some beers that fall beyond. The, okay, so there's a whole big thing here. This is a very interesting article. I'm going to cite it because our listeners might want to read this whole thing for themselves. It's on thestreet.com. I don't know what that website is, but that's what it's on. And it's showing stocks, so it's probably legitimate. And the article is called Why Ingredients Don't Appear on Beer Labels by Jason Knott. Jason Knott. Jason does not care about (laughs) beer labels. Jason does not appear on this beer label. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Fascinating. So, this is not the mommy and daddy alcohol podcast, but I did have another alcoholic topic I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Because this is a ref because I was editing the first episode. Yeah. On the very first episode, we talked about tannins in wine. Mhm. Now, the original word that I said was tannis, and I tried to look that up. And all, what I found was tannins. And I was thinking, when I see, saw that, I was when I was reading the definition, I was like, I'm not retarded. I knew what this was, but I had kind of forgotten. But I had heard tannin before. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't tannin, though. I was like, tannis. And the reason I thought that it was tannis, I don't know if this is the only place I've ever heard it, but there's a documentary called Blood into Wine. And I have this... It's, it's about uh, Maynard, the lead singer of Tool, and he runs a vineyard. There's a part in this documentary where he's talking to comedian Patton Oswalt, also known as the rat from Ratatouille. <laughs> Another admirer of fine things. <laughs> he tries the wine, and in my memory of the documentary, like he doesn't like it, but he's kind of trying to express it in a polite way, kind of. So he pour, he pours him some, some of the wine that they had just gotten making. We just made this. And he tries it, and he goes, Oh, that is Tannis. I swear to God, he says Tannis. Mm-hmm. And that's what I heard. So when I said that on the podcast, I was like, I think it's, I think I know this word, Tannis. So anyway, when I was editing it and, Listening to that, I thought, you know what? This is worth going back and solving. Okay. And I'm gonna put, I'm gonna edit it into the podcast so that uh, it sounds nice for people. This is also young. This, we're 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 pouring these wines uh, way before their time. We shouldn't be pouring these at all. So we're robbing the cradle. Oh we're robbing God. the cradle. Yeah. Wow. That's got some tannic structure to Damn, it. Damn, dude. That has got some tannis. Mmm. Oh, this is what they give like a gunfighter before a mm-hmm. before a shootout. Like just here, get a sip of this. Yeah, it'll steady your hand, dude. Here. Oh, by the stem, you don't want to warm it. There you go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what did you hear? He says that's got some tannins. Now I think what Maynard said before that was it's got some tannic yeah structure to it. Yes, that's what I heard too. And he's, and then he said, man, that has got some tannis. tannis. Have you tried looking up tannis? 
That's what I looked up in the first place, and all I saw was tannins. Maybe he didn't understand what he said, or maybe he... You think? Do you think Patton Oswalt might have just been, like, kind of pretending like he knew wine, and so he's like, oh, yeah, it's got some tannins. But he didn't... I don't know. <laughs> I just... I'm so... Con- but that's pretty much what I did. Well, I didn't do that. I, I acted like what was true, which was I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But <laughs> I just... It drives me crazy. Like, that was... That yeah. moment was left in the documentary. Yeah. He said tannis. I can't even hear tannix. Yeah. Tannins. No, I don't. I, I don't, don't hear anything I don't like hear that, that either. Um, Am I just obsessing over this for, and it's unhealthy? Yeah, maybe. Or is it worth <laughs> knowing what he's talking about? I don't know. I mean, if you looked up what he... You can't just make up words. As we learned, uh, tannins is that dry feel. Remember? So maybe yes, exactly. Maybe he's maybe he's like tan, and like he can't say the n very well because his mouth is so dry from the tannins. The tannins were so tannic that they disrupted his ability to say the word tannin. Yeah, that is some tannis. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> what do you have? Oh, you want to know what I did want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, so the chocolate I'm eating, uh-huh. not you, I'm eating an endangered species chocolate. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll show you. Uh, so we picked this up at uh, Whole Foods? Yeah. No, the, the fake one at Just Cluza. Fresh Market. Fresh Market, mm-hmm. right, not Whole Foods. Yeah, Fresh Market. And it's uh, the endangered species chocolate. When you open up the chocolate, okay, it says, to learn more about the rhino, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> look inside the wrapper. And so you do, and it says, the black rhino. And this is different for all the chocolates, because we opened up a chocolate the other day, and I think it had a monkey on it? Anyway, it did the same thing. I thought it was really weird that it, it tells you like about it, the population, uh, the threats to it, how to help, and the region it lives in. So I thought that was really cool. I I guess it's cool. I have to say that I never fell for that shit, even as a kid. Not saying it's like a scam. I'm just saying as something that's meant to suck in your attention. Yeah. I would, you know, I can picture going to the zoo, loving all the animals and having a hell of a time, and even asking myself important questions about animal captivity. Yeah. But when I would go into a gift store and see a chocolate, that was... That was like about that it was gonna have facts on it. Yeah. Facts about numbers of animals that are but I mean, dying or whatever. I was just my eyes would roll back and I'd be like, no, no, I want to see the animals play. I don't know why, because it is important. I just but. thought it was interesting because I've never opened up a chocolate bar before and seen the wrapper have anything on the inside. It's a delight, isn't it? It is. Like Dove, okay? They do it. Yeah. You unwrap a little Dove, and it usually has a little thing. You're still you're still captivated by the the novelty of a secret more more things inside of yeah. inside. The other day when I stopped on our way to Birmingham, I stopped at a Wendy's and I got myself a kids meal. And in the kids meal, was like some ridiculous it wasn't a toy it was like a like a paper pop out thing and i just was like i don't know what was it 
It was, uh, I think it was, like, build your own monster mask or something, but it was all, like, pop-out paper, like, from, <laughs> like, I don't know, uh, like, they I... used to do on cereal boxes, oh. I guess. Well, kind of. On cereal box, you'd have to cut the cardboard of the box. They yeah. just have a little dotted line. Yeah. Was it that, or was it at least, was it, what I'm picturing is, like, kind of a thin card with perforation, and you just kind of, yeah. like, poke Yeah, and you just kind of, like, out. pop it through. Pop it out. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like that. That was the Happy Meal toy? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Ugh. that weird? I was like, uh, um, Happy Meal toys, I guess, are going down the drain, too. I guess. Wendy's has always had weird ones. I remember when the live-action Garfield <laughs> movie came out, okay? The, the live-action Garfield movie, and their toys for that were, um, they had, like, stuffed, little stuffed Garfields, but they didn't look like the Garfield that you know and love, like the cartoon one. They tried to make it the live-action version, but revert it back into something that looked like a toy. So it was this weird, ugly, like, it really just looked like an orange cat. It was <laughs> just an orange cat. And you doll. get an orange cat with your purchase of a happy meal. A small orange cat the size of a computer mouse. Wow. What? I have a good one. Okay, go. Okay. So when I was at my new OBGYN appointment, I was looking at Yes. The new pa- the newspapers in there. Okay. Right. And one of them had, I was going through it, and it had a, uh, like, a small section in it that said, um, it was like a, I guess an ad for uh, using an emoji when you see bullying happening. (laughs) It was like a public service announcement? Yeah, kind of, except for it was to use an emoji. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting because... uh, I've never seen, well, yeah, I've never seen this emoji on my phone before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's specifically when you see bullying, uh, you, like, are supposed to, like, put this up there. It's oh. called um, eyewitness bullying. Let me see it. Here, look at it. Um, we so we're looking at eyewitnessbullying.org thing. right now is where we're on. Eyewitness bullying. If you're an iPhone user, you've already got the emoji. What? Just update to the latest iOS, and it'll appear. Otherwise, get it here. It's uh, an Illuminati eye. <laughs> in a speech bubble. In a speech bubble. I've never seen this. No, I've never seen Like, it if before. somebody posted this on something to, like, do a witness bullying thing, yeah. I would have no idea what it meant. Do you think they take data every time that somebody sends this to be like, oh, it's working, somebody's sending this? I don't know. I just sent it to you. Did, did you get it yeah. even though you don't have that? Yeah. No, I did get it. <laughs> this is interesting. I um, It's just the first time I have ever seen it. Uh, we all know we're headed towards an Orwellian or Huxleyan future. Huxleyan? Yeah. Well, we're definitely headed towards a Huxleyan <laughs> We <future>. definitely are. <laughs> so I... I uh, went to the urologist the other day. We can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm going to get a vasectomy. Dun, 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 dun. Which is just the first step on the road to eunuchdom. Of what? The road to eunuchdom. What does that mean? That is the title of my autobiography. So I went to the urologist the other day um, because I 
ultimately we decided we don't want to have any more kids. We're way too fertile. And <laughs> the two of us are just baby making machines. <laughs> so something has to give. And because Marissa has had to deal with about two years of pregnancy and her body constantly morphing into different shapes and sizes <laughs> uh, and a lot of pain yeah, and um, a lot of uh, a need for quick emotional self-healing in order to keep maintaining living an upbeat and positive lifestyle. Yeah. That maybe it's time for dad to suffer a little bit. <laughs> um, um, and so I went to the urologist. Yeah. And... He looked at my dick (laughs) and he like had me touch the side of it. And he said, this is your vas. And at first I thought he said, this is your vag. You're not a man. (laughs) Get out of my office. (laughs) Uh... He said, this is your vas. And he he like was like, feel this little, this vein here. And I didn't actually feel it, but I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, now give me your other finger and feel the other side. This is your vas as well. So um, he's like, I'm going to snip these and I'm going to bury the different ends of them in different parts of your tissue so they can't refuse together. So I wasn't like scared or really like worried about it. I was just kind of weirded out by it. I didn't know how it was gonna go, like what he was gonna if there was some weird like some way that doctors deal with it. Like what's the most tactful way for a doctor to deal with that? And he just said, just drop your pants and then he had me not sit or lay, but kind of like sit at the end of that bed thing and then lay my body down, but my legs were still sitting. A really weird position, I thought. Interesting pick. Maybe it's because it's like the most ridiculous position and you could not misinterpret that as anything like inappropriate. <laughs> he's like, lay in this really bizarre position. Yeah. He's like, this is the one position that nobody would have sex in. You wouldn't even want a blowjob in that position, to be honest. <laughs> it's a weird position. So I was fine. That made that putting me in such a medical Are position. That sometimes you would want a blowjob in an awkward position. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> this is weird. I like it. That's what makes it good. <laughs> oh, great. This is just one of your fantasies. <laughs> uh, I'm really just trying to find ways to allow um, men, nearly retired men, to play with my balls. Great. <laughs> oh, my God. So for Christmas, I got you two books. The first one you opened on here. Right. The second one you didn't, but that's because it was a book that was on your Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. But what I actually wanted to talk about was something I kept trying to talk to you about last night, but you were reading. So this book that I'm talking about is actually a book that deals with behaviors and, like, creating new behaviors in yourself that you want to last like i have all kinds of behaviors that i'm constantly trying to specifically alter but my my will isn't strong enough really i just don't have the right techniques down for mastering my will and really getting this the sort of monkey side of my brain in check i.e i drink more than i want to i 
I end up smoking cigarettes on and off instead of just not doing it. Yeah. I don't exercise as much as I want. Yeah. I don't always eat right. And there's little things here and there that I'm always like trying to adjust and do better. I don't want to rely as much on caffeine. I also have problems with my focus and attention that I am sure I could get Adderall or some sort of other drug for and fix in a very uh, band-aid-y and I think irresponsible kind of way. So I always am trying to find ways to master my mind without drugs. And so I found this book interesting because I also am always breaking things that I want to do, like not eating sugar, um, not drinking water. Uh, a huge one for you. Yeah, a big one. Is that Asher? I think so. We're back with Dr. Marissa Ann Jones. And she's talking about her new book, Triggered. Hi, Marissa. <laughs> it's actually Triggers. Oh. And it's Mrs. Knudsen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how incredibly unprofessional of me. <laughs> uh, I was just. What are you doing later? <laughs> My roommate's out of town for all weekends. <laughs> your roommate? Yeah, she's just like my roommate. Oh, she's just your roommate. Yeah. But you're not my roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) This is the part where you walk away. (laughs) She's just a fan. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) She's just a a roommate. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. We were just talking about... Can I um, have that? Are you done with it? Yeah, you can have that. Is this lipstick marks all over this? It's chapstick, yeah. It's chapstick? Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta take a picture of that. <laughs> so, all I was saying... All we were saying was our habits that we have. Um, I was saying I don't drink enough water. Yada, yada, yada. I just found that book interesting, and I was like, wow. Uh, I know Andy is constantly trying to change like stuff up. You know, habits, bad habits. Yeah. And I'm constantly trying to incorporate good habits and change bad habits. And, yeah. But I want to know, that because by calling that book Triggers, yeah, it sounds like you're attempting to hack into the your own neural networks and kind of brainwash yourself. Oh, God. Ow. <laughs> Marissa just had her fist on the table. Right? It was in the way. (laughs) Your fist was in the way or the table? The table, of course. Oh. Uh, So, right, do you know anything? Did you read any of this book? Or do you know anything about what it's about? Um, Well, I was reading reviews on it. Yeah? It's pretty much all I got. Um, Okay, do you brainwash yourself in it? Like, does it show you how to brainwash yourself? Yeah, kind of. Pavlovian connections? Yeah, kind of. Well, it said, uh, it, one of the things, one of the comments by somebody who read it said, the biggest takeaway is to add structure to your life. Yeah. But it seems like that's obvious, right? Like, for you to just be like, 
Yeah. Well, I need some structure. You know what? A lot of I would I would call that a self help book, um, and I'm using that in an incredibly broad term. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of quackery involved in in the way that I'm using it, and there's also a lot of real medical journals and occult manuals, all kinds of things that are that you can use as a self help manual to better yourself. A book that you're reading to learn how to live differently and. I would say with me, most of the time when I get done reading something like that, I think this should have been so obvious to me, but I understand what they're saying and they're right and I don't do this. And yeah. So you just, you know, you change. Sometimes you just need somebody to wake you up. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe we could be those people for other people. Right. Actually, you know what? Because I was thinking about each other doing that, like, for each other yeah like, because it's so hard to like stay set on your own goals because you're like wow like I know that I don't drink a lot of water every day I know this yeah I when I get the chance to drink a, like water I'll be like oh I'll take a big gulp but that doesn't count like I'm not like it's not like I'm waking up and filling up a water bottle every day you know like, yeah um for some reason that just isn't a step that I take, I have like a shortcut, I guess, that seems valid enough to me <laughs> uh, to get water in. So I just find shortcuts to all the, the things that I want to accomplish throughout the day instead of actually doing them. But I feel like um, having each other to do that would make it easier. But I also think that it could also become a problem because then it would be like you're constantly nagging do we want to create a <laughs> nagging culture yeah whether we um tell ourselves to do it or not uh, whether so if we say we want each other to call us out on our shit yeah and to really crack down as a way to help us but then in doing so we're driving each other crazy yeah that's what i think i would call creating a nagging culture or just kind of like creating an environment ourselves that's hellish that we can't handle emotionally yeah and yeah. um you can say you want to be talked to a certain way or treated a certain way and then it's all wrong and sometimes you nail it and sometimes you don't and... a different way of going about this yeah would be to have um like how we do the podcast we're like let's do it now you know you and i will sit down every so often and you'll like write out goals for yourself and I'll go into Marissa oh my gosh panic um I need to drink water (laughs) and I'll fill up a water bottle you know uh for three days and then I'll stop doing it again (laughs) because I'll be like oh I'm not taking care of myself yes Um, but then I eventually I stop which Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that I do that too where you start a goal really hard and then you're just like and then you're just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so Well, something will happen. You'll have like a funeral that day or something that fucks everything up and then you, <laughs> you can't get back into the pattern. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> and I was going to say, so what if we had a pattern? Did you want to do that on this show? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it would be good to like talk about what we're doing to improve our lives and how we're doing. Yeah. Um, it would definitely give us like a... What would you call it? Accountability. We're not only holding one another <laughs> accountable, we're subjecting ourselves to public accountability, which even if yeah. we don't ask for it, people are more than happy to give. So if we ask for it and say, you know, tell us how you think we're doing. Yeah. And don't just bullshit us. Don't give us some fucking bullshit. <laughs> 
about, oh, you guys are so wonderful, and blah, 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 just some, like, shit that you're saying just to, like, make us feel supported. Like, what are your goals? I know what mine are. I have really specific ones. You have really specific ones, yeah, but I have, like, I mean, drink more water. Yeah. You know, like, well, don't eat sugar, but... I always try to keep myself in check in a lot of different ways, but it's only now finally reached a point where almost daily I'm getting into this thing and, you know, being really honest with myself about what I'm doing. And I'm just slowly adjusting my lifestyle in a way that I know my mind can handle. Because if I start failing at something, I just do it for a little longer and I get the hang of it. I sort of feel guilty or something or I feel just accountable to myself when I write it out like and have to see it every day so um, you know I was doing it with cigarettes I was smoking like a lot of cigarettes and that's been the hardest trying yeah. to just not smoke at all um, I wonder um, if but, you were trying to create a habit would you quantify it in the same way as if you were trying to quit something yes definitely if you wanted to start reading you would say you know read 10 pages this week or something some really broad goal that if you hit it it's shitty still but it's way better than you did the week before yeah so by next week we should uh, uh i don't, I don't know, know about that all doesn't that make sense but, but anyway, anyway good night the kids are asleep now we're going to sleep